single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to You're listening to Unlicensed. 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 Unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. Ari Mendes. Is the hat okay? I mean, the view. I know you functionality. Have problem, yeah, I, it's a fine it's hat. Fine. <laughs> um, what are people gonna think about you? Yeah, no, I already got. Um, Andrew Schultz said, "What Asian woman is digging through the trash without that hat right now?" <laughs> where, <laughs> where were you on a show? Uh, no, we did like an Instagram live thing. He did. Okay. Corona's got talent. Have you seen that thing? <laughs> no. Is that called, a real show? Yeah, it's his show called. Oh, Corona. his show. Okay. Yeah, he has a show called Corona's Got Talent, and he brings on people to like, uh, like sing and and whatever, like what rap. What was your talent? Uh, he hit me up because he was like, "Yo, just tell a street joke." And okay. so I opened it, and I was like, "Hey, what's up?" And he was like, "Yo, what Asian lady is digging through the garbage right now without that hat on?" <laughs> First thing. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, there's a crossroads across the street from here. For a hat, I love this hat. I don't know why this, I, this is a great hat. I'm just saying, if you want, if you ever thought about maybe making money off of it, there's a cross, a used clothing store. I love it, man. This hat is like my rent. What's the material? It doesn't even look comfortable. It looks itchy. It's a li- no, it's not itchy, dude. It's, it feels good. I don't understand why I get so much hate from this hat. I'm gonna keep wearing it. That hat is screaming, "Hey, please have sex with me." Yeah. Please. It, and you please, know what? You know what? Please. I mean. Which, of, which I'm screaming in my head. Right. But To me? To every, to you, to the whole world. My Do girlfriend you know got really me this annoying? hat. Maybe that's what, maybe that's why my girlfriend got me this hat. She was like, I don't want anyone wanting to fuck you. That 100% explains Your girlfriend got you that? My girlfriend got me this. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I didn't even know you had a girlfriend. Yeah. Okay. And she was just like, Please. Yeah, sh- that's a pussy blocker. This is a pussy that blocker? Hat. Yeah. Is that what it is? She put that hat on you, and she said, he's mine. He's mine. You see that hat? That means, that means don't go near him. Somebody, sh- somebody, will, worry now. somebody will deal with it. She doesn't have to worry is. about it now. Yeah, no I think that, I you. guess that's what it is, man. You're hers. You're a loyal, faithful guy whenever you're wearing that hat. Yeah, I'm not taking it off, though, man, because uh, I haven't showered, and my hair, I haven't gotten a haircut. You, you look smell like you, fine. I, I got a haircut recently. You know, I don't feel like I smell fine. I ate Indian food for breakfast. Well. Which is, that's where, I'm that's not gonna, day I'm, I'm not going to sniff in. Okay. But I haven't noticed anything okay, so that's far. Good and normally, hear. I'm pretty, like, when it comes to Indian people and Indian mm-hmm. food, Yeah. I notice. You notice? Yeah, yeah, I wash my hands. I deodorize. Curry is strong. It's very strong. That's mm-hmm. why I'm self-conscious about it right now. And I don't usually eat Indian food for breakfast ever. Like that's I, the worst decision. What you can is make. A, is Indian breakfast different than their normal food? Yeah, they do have Indian breakfast. Is there eggs? Like, what's the difference? No, it's like potatoes. It's like spicy potato. It's all spicy. You gotta start mm-hmm. the day off with diarrhea. You mm-hmm. can't go a day without. Your body probably gets used to it. Exactly. That's yeah. what it is. In India, like they eat like hor- like horrifically spicy shit for breakfast, and they're just like that's breakfast. It's fine. Are you Indian? Yeah, I mean, did you full know Indian? Indian? Full, yeah, hundred percent. I no, I did know that, but I was just making sure. It's interesting. I don't want to say it, and then you go, "I'm not even Indian." Yeah, I just, I just hate no, him. I just can't. Say a bigot. I just, I love doing the accent. If I'm gonna be a bigot, it's not gonna be for this. It's gonna right. be for something cooler. Okay, yeah, for sure. You don't want to be canceled for this. Podcast. For calling you Indian when yeah. you're not Indian. Right, right, right. That, that'd be horrible. Uh, but yeah, I'm Indian. My parents are from India, and uh, yeah, so Indian breakfast is like, you know, the the traditional naan. 
they bake. Love naan. Garlic naan. Garlic so naan good. Incredible. You so it's a thing called alu paratha, which is like, um, it's like naan, but they put, uh, put spicy potatoes in it. It's breakfast naan. It's breakfast naan. Mm-hmm. And they put spicy potatoes in it, and you dip it in like yogurt and uh, other spices. What's it called again? Uh, alu paratha. We can make like a white alu paratha mm-hmm. where we go to McDonald's, get the hash browns, and yeah. then mush it into garlic naan. Sounds horrible. And now we got alu <laughs> I mean, that's actually kind of close. Sounds good That actually me. doesn't sound bad. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, that's white alu paratha. That's white alu paratha. Yeah, dude. We'll definitely do that. That'd be a good, that video would go viral, I think. Mm-hmm. Not viral, but Mm-hmm. Get a no, it got viral. Hits. There's a billion people in India. There's a lot of Indian people. Look at these white people. You know. Yeah, McDonald's, Alu Prata. Yeah, they do have. In India, it's the only country in the world that's banned beef from McDonald's. There's no hamburgers because cows are sacred there. Because yeah, right, exactly. And you We're, know what? That should be a worldwide thing because cows are horrible for the environment. As much as they are delicious, I love right. cows. I love beef. I love In and Out. That's In and Out's the big thing I crave. But I've been trying not to eat red meat ever since I watched that Leonardo DiCaprio documentary on Netflix. Which is why I won't watch that. I won't watch it. We do eat beef? Yeah. Oh, you eat beef. Okay. I eat beef, yeah. Uh, you shouldn't. It's I shouldn't. terrible. You I should know. follow your ancestors. I know. India hates me, by the way. I'm canceled in India. I don't know if I told you this. Like legitimately? Legitimately. I did a joke, and it's like the most harmless joke possible. The, the only it's, it's honestly a horrible joke. It's not even funny. Uh, the joke is that I used to be Hindu, but I quit because I tried McDonald's. And, and it was so good. McDonald's was so good. It was so good. And I, t- I told my mom, I said, Mom, I don't know if you know this, but God is delicious. And I get a toy. So I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and so that that was the joke. And it went viral. Somebody in India with like a, mil- a billion followers because there's a billion of them. And they there. posted and they go, this guy sucks. Yeah. They were like, they, they were like this guy is anti- anti-Hindu. And they were like, if you it's come to so, India. It's such a silly satirical joke, clearly. Clearly. And so harmless. Like, I told the joke, like, yeah. hey, whatever. It's whatever you know. it's a, yeah. It's, uh, I it's, wasn't trying to be. You didn't it. mean it. It's not it's like not even these that aren't I, beliefs that you stand by. It's not even McDonald's that I, is too good. It's not even that I didn't believe it, and also it is partially true uh-huh. because I when I tried a Happy Meal, I was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. That is actually true. When I was a kid, I the reason I stopped being Hindu was because of Happy Meals. So I was like, this is so good, I can't. And your parents just let you stop. They, they didn't care. They're like, okay, you're not Hindu anymore. They uh they said uh which I also have a joke about my mom says uh Hinduism's in your blood like you can't get rid of it. But they let you eat beef. They let me well they 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 made me like not do it at home. They were Got like it. what what do you do outside I don't know. So I would eat McDonald's in So they're McDonald's. pretty chill. They were pretty chill. Yeah. They're pretty chill. I couldn't bring it home and I couldn't cook it at home. Right. But I could You got to uh, keep the kitchen kosher. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a kosher kitchen? Do Indians keep kosher? I I don't know pork. Is that just a Jewish thing? That's a Jewish thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the same same idea. My parents didn't. Uh, do you eat pork? I eat pork. Or yeah. do or do Indians eat? I pork? eat everything. Indians eat every. Uh, eat, Indians yeah. eat everything but beef. Uh, but st- uh, strict Hindus don't eat any meat at all. They're vegetarian. Got it. Um, but yeah, my parents were um basically vegetarian. They would eat chicken occasionally, and they had like rules for the chicken too. Like we had two fridges. And you couldn't put the chicken in the fridge inside the house because it was too close to the other food. And so the chicken would, like... Make it dirty? Make it dirty or, like, okay. fuck it up, you know? Because they would make Indian food and they'd be like, I can't have chicken next to the chole. So the Indian food you had for breakfast, the... Say what's Alu parata. Alu parata. Did you make it yourself? Are you an uh, Indian yeah. chef a yeah. little bit? I cook. Yeah, I cook Indian food. Um, it's just way better homemade. 
Yeah. The, the Indian food here in Los Angeles is pretty bad. So you haven't found a good Indian restaurant that I found you stand one. behind? I found one. India's Grill on San Vicente is pretty good. Okay. It's I'll solid. There was Grill. a really good one uh, in Culver City because it was like an Indian grocery store, mm-hmm. and they had a restaurant attached. So they would just go to the grocery store and make authentic, you know, just get the masalas and shit and just make it. And um, I used to go there all the time because they had this dish called uh, chole bature, which is a fried naan. It's like a fried dough, and then mm-hmm. you dip it into a chickpea sauce mm-hmm. and it's like a spicy chickpea curry basically and they went out of business well they, they stopped well they, it was so good but they stopped making the fried dough and they started just like microwaving frozen naan ah uh, they got cheap they got cheap they started maximizing their profits right and some people noticed the indian people noticed. i noticed yeah really if like you're really four... indian you notice exactly so i stopped going there because i was like yo they're ripping me and they're trying charging the same price as an american i can relate to that i mean you're american too but as an american american not an indian american right i can relate to that like uh papa john's used to be way better yeah what happened to their garlic sauce the garlic i had the garlic, Has sauce, the garlic re- sauce gone downhill Even yeah it's like everything it's everything like sweet got, now everything's it used to gotten be a like, little worse used to be like savory ever since John got racist, the quality of their food has gotten worse. Is that what happened? It's It seems like the timing matched up. I don't know if that's actually what happened, but... the you, He got racist and the food Did you got hear bad. about that? Papa John? Yeah, he, he said, said the N-word. He said the N-word on, over the phone. Did he say the N-word? Did he quote the N-word? What he was the context? Not, I actually don't remember if he said the N-word or not, but he basically said something about black people over yeah, the phone it, that wasn't... See, that's what's so crazy. Right. I want to hear it. And to know? his defense... Uh-huh. I don't know why I'm defending Papa. I don't John. know why I'm defending him either because he was he is racist. He is racist. Yeah, he is yeah, racist. Yeah. I but agree. To his defense, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be a private corporate phone call, right? Between him and other board members, someone recorded it without him knowing, mm-hmm. and posted it. See, that's not cool. That's what's crazy to me is that you could be a billionaire, but you still can't say the N word. Like you could work your whole life, you can make so I much mean, money, and hey, it's like you can't even buy he that. He can say it. He's just no longer the CEO of Papa John. That's what I'm John. saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But you he's can... still set for life. I mean, I guess. Yeah. yeah, he's fine. He's doing like TikTok tours of his home. He and is. He, is that true? Yeah. It's yeah. True. He's still super rich. He's doing like a TikTok. He has like. I didn't know that. He has like shit from like ancient Rome in his house. Like he's he's fine. He's a Camaro lover, which is pretty oh, cool. Oh, is that true? Yeah, he has an old Camaro. There Why do you know a... so much about Papa John? <laughs> <laughs> I'm racist. Uh, no. uh, right, when right, I was right. in high Your school, hero. or no, was it? no, I think college. When I was in college, I bought this old Camaro. Mm-hmm. I love it. The third generation Camaro. It's 1982 to 1992. Mm-hmm. And most people would look at it and think it's a disgusting old Camaro, but mm-hmm. I think it looks awesome. And he had a 70s Camaro, and he got it back like after he became a millionaire, he tracked down his 70s Camaro that he had when he was a kid and bought it from whoever owned it now. And he ha- did a Papa John's promotion. Anyone with a Camaro can go to a Papa John's and get a free large pizza. So wow. I drove my pizza shit Camaro around San Diego to all the different Papa John's and got like six or seven. Wow. Dude, you were a Papa pizzas. John's fan? I, I understand why you're so yeah, that's de- why destroyed so by That's, that's why, why you're a, defending him so thing. heavy. Guy gave me seven free pizzas as a Camaro lover. That's crazy. I, I still think it's crazy that you can't buy yourself out of the end. You can buy yourself out of murder. Like, you know what I mean? Like, OJ killed his wife and he's fine. You have to figure out how many black people there are in uh-huh. the United States. Right. And then, yeah, I guess. I, and then be like, if I pay each of you. Right, right, 
right. A thousand dollars? Can I say it? Once? Right. That's I fair. I mean, that's true. I, don't I mean, know how OJ much money killed one woman. You know. So and I OJ's, guess his reputation's pretty tarnished. And as I well. still feel bad. I even feel bad calling him a murderer. Cause OJ? He got, yeah, because he got off. You know, it's like I I could legally like he could sue me. But didn't he? He got found guilty in civil court. I think. I don't think so. I think he was guilty in one court. And then innocent in another. He was guilty. Something like that. Uh, he was guilty for some other crime, right? Yeah, for he like got caught stealing. stealing his memorabilia. Right. A few other things. I don't know. I don't feel. Here's the thing. Even if he is innocent, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't he's think, innocent. I don't think he's innocent either. But let's say he is, mm-hmm. hypothetically. Why are you going on Twitter making weird videos of yourself golfing? Just, hey, society doesn't want you around. Stay, stay inside. Live your life. You got money. Just chill. I don't really have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with OJ just living his life. I mean, he's innocent. He got off. Literally, I mean, as fair and square in the name of the law. I mean, mm-hmm. of course he murdered her. Of course he yeah. should be in jail. But at the same time, it's like, yo, our legal system's fucked up. Let it, what's he going to do? Like, wasn't, yeah. not golf he and make videos? <laughs> what is he going to do? What's he going to do? Just be like, oh. He could sit, golf. Is I he just, supposed to just sit in his house stay and be like, out oh, of, if I'm he a does, murderer? He should stay out of the public eye. And just be like, ah, just, I'm a murderer. I got to sit here and not. Listen, 99% of people in the world Mm -hmm. are out of the public eye. Mm -hmm. He could be one of them. Uh, I don't, I disagree with that. 99% of the people think they're in the public eye. I would try to be. You tweet, Instagram, social media. This is the only generation that where you could just talk to OJ Simpson. If OJ Simpson wanted to start a podcast with you. Yeah. Would you be his co-host? See, I'm not saying I support what he does, and I'm not saying right. I would I would like you know help uh, profit off of what he did, but I don't have a problem with the dude playing golf. Right, but hypothetically videos. speaking, hey, I'm, would, I'm OJ. Uh huh. You're Neil. Yeah. You hey wanna, Neil, you I start. love your comedy. Okay. I'm thinking about Thank starting you, a podcast. You want to be my co-host? Uh, OJ, I am flattered. That is amazing. You know, I, my schedule is really busy right now, but um, you I, sure you want to say no to me? I, you know, I. You sure you want to say no to me? Listen, OJ, hey, buddy. Um, Yo, I love those gloves. Great gloves, by the way. I'm glad they fit. And uh, I would love to do an episode. How about we do an episode? So you'd be a guest on OJ's podcast? I will be a guest on OJ's podcast. Okay, cool. 100%. Yeah, I would too. I'd be his co-host. You'd be his co-host? Fuck it, yeah. For real? Yeah, you talked me into it. Let him. He's. I talked you into it? Yeah, originally I was like, stay out of the public eye. Now I'm ready to be his. Podcast co host. I wasn't trying to convince you to do I, I'm ready to, to I'll do take an episode. I do an episode. I'd be like, yeah, I'd not ask him questions. And I'd do it remotely. I would do it like on a different I'd be in New York or something. Okay, so you would not do an in person episode. Oh, absolutely not. I would I would only do it in person. Remotely? Only, <laughs> remotely. Who cares? Who knows what happened? Remote- no one likes listening to remote podcasts. I don't I want an person Hey, OJ. I got great equipment. I want to give him a hug. I got good equipment at home. I can make it sound great. It'll sound like I'm there. We can pretend I'm there. I want to be there every episode, and I want to I want to be there when he by mistake confesses to doing it on the podcast. Yeah, see, I would try to do that. I would try to if, get him on it. If you're on that podcast where he confesses, mm-hmm. you're instantly you made it in comedy. Yeah, you're but you don't, you don't have to of, be in the same room. It it help. It would help a little. If there's it would video, help a little. but you could zoom it, video it, record the zoom, yeah. and like your reaction and shit. Like you could, you could, but it's like if you're gonna commit, you might as well commit. I mean, like he committed. You're putting one foot in. You're you're putting one foot in the door. I'm putting both feet in. Okay. Jump in and as I commend that. Yeah. Yeah, I I I appreciate. That's great. Good for you, man. I think it's a good idea. It's not a bad idea. OJ, if you're listening. Yeah. I'm gonna tweet at OJ. I'm sure he gets too many tweets. (laughs) 
I, I bet you, I wonder how many people have asked OJ to do to be on their podcast. Oh, Gotta so be. many. Thousands upon thousands. thousands but you start thousands. a podcast with them. Yeah. So what would you, would you slow further. burn it? Would you like episode four, episode six, try to get him? Or would you just come out the bat? I wouldn't try to get him at all. I think I would just let him get himself. Let him talk? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think just he's like, has a filter. Him loose. Yeah. I'd bring up, you know, other murders going on mm-hmm. in the yeah. world. See his Another white with Karens. Maybe bring up Karens. Like, yeah, what do you oh, think? Oh, these Karens. Thinking? Yeah, I'll kill him. You know, whatever. Yeah. I don't, what do you start calling him Nicole? How did the term, is there an origin for the term Karen? No, I just think it's like a, you know how like. It's a, a typical white woman's name. Right. But was there like a, a specific Karen that started it all or no? I don't think so. Yeah. I think it just became a term. I mean, remember Becky? Remember when it was Becky? Mm-hmm. Because of Beyonce, Becky with the good hair. And then yes. everybody was a Becky. It's just like the, the trend of the, you know how comedians will always pick a white girl's name? Uh-huh. Mine's Courtney. I use Courtney on stage. When I'm on stage, I'm like, yeah, hey, shut up, Courtney, or yeah. whatever, you know, the punchline is. Um, I'm always really mean to her. <laughs> I <laughs> tell sucks. her, shut up. Courtney sucks. Uh, but I just think that uh, we stuck with Karen. Somebody just made it. The first time that I heard, like, this whole Karen viral thing mm-hmm. was that girl in the park. Was her name Karen? With the bird Karen? watcher. I don't know if that was her name. No, that wasn't her name. I, I did, was, oh, it was but bar- they called her a Karen. Because it was Barbecue Becky before. Barbecue Becky, the girl who called the cops on the dudes uh, barbecuing oh, I in didn't, Oakland. I, I didn't even hear about Come that. Come on, the woman that like cried when she called the police. They followed her to her car. I missed like, that one. That's oh, awesome. that was like the uh, that was the OG. That, that was the OG that Karen. Was before the Central that was pre Karen, yeah. Bird watcher. That uh-huh. was pre Central Park bird watching. Yeah, that was like a real famous one. I can't believe you missed this one. There's so many viral, so many. horrible things happening in the world. You can't get them all. It's crazy. It's really wild, and it's really funny because I'm dating a white girl. Mm-hmm. So it's like hilarious to ours. me. I took one. Yeah. I did it. Have um, you always dated white girls? Yes. Exclusively dated white girls. My entire life. I've only dated white. I dated a Peruvian once. And are you anti-dating certain races or you just Yeah, you're trying happen? you're trying to catch me right now. You're trying to catch me. If you had to pick one race never Yo, to date. I think you could have got I think you could get OJ. I think you could cuz I'm close to, to I'm being saying, honest. If you picked one race that okay. you're not allowed to so date. So this is something that uh another reason I'm canceled in India. Mm-hmm. Um I've never dated an Indian woman and I'm 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 not against it. I might tell you the story. Maybe they're against dating you. Maybe they're against dating me. Well, for me, because like you said, you're a you're a bad Indian. I'm a like bad I- I'm a bad beef, Hindu. I so, eat beef. Yeah, so maybe most um, Indian girls are like, I don't want to date that guy. That's possible. That that's very it. possible. Yeah. For me, it's like I have a big family. Okay, and this is where it gets racist real quick. I got a big family. I got you know a lot of sisters, cousins, uh, you know brothers, like so many people in my family that whenever I meet an Indian girl, she reminds me of someone in my family. And so for me, it's like I feel racist because I'm like, oh, you all look the same. Or you guys all sound the same. But I just can't date somebody who reminds me of Suchita or someone who reminds me of Vani or somebody who reminds me of somebody in my family. Vani is such a better name than Shutsita. <laughs> you can't even say Shutsita. <laughs> Shutsita. If, if, if I was an Indian girl, yeah. I'd be like, why couldn't you name me Vani? Why'd yeah. I have to be Shutsita? That's my sister's name, Vani. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's such a better name. It's a much Who's better name. Who's Your cousin? It's a cousin, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's a yeah, horrible name to have in America. I, I know. So and Maybe in India, Shutsita is beautiful. But <laughs> it's not. In America, um, it's definitely not a beautiful name. No, no. It's definitely not. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Shutsita. <laughs> yeah man it's uh it's difficult it's difficult for these indian women that's why i feel bad feeling this way but i just i feel like they just remind me 
of someone in my family. And I've had Indian girls hit on me and stuff. And I've had Indian girls like DM me. Have you stuff. noticed that they smell different? No, it's not the smell for me. Me neither. Me it's neither. Not the just smell. testing you. Just testing me. Yeah. No, I don't. It's not even about the smell. It's for me. It's um, they have more hair on their bodies. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, you could. That's what it is for me. That's what it is for I you. Think. I mean, they got the eyebrow threading and shit, and they got the you know. Yeah, but there's so much upkeep. It's there's like so much. There's a lot sure. of upkeep. Then if she has like a lazy month, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Hook up with her that month. It's Dude, just... yeah. I know. I grew up with Indian women. I get it. My, they would do that. Would get waxings like every Maybe, week. Maybe okay. If if they got lasered all the time. Yeah. No, it's not about. It's not even about the looks. Uh, well, it's partly about the looks because they look like someone familiar to mm-hmm. me in my family, and it feels like. Do I need to edit all that out? No. Nah. Am I racist? Yeah. You. You. You're gonna get canceled. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. I'm no, just being honest. Fine. Yeah. I'm yeah. fine. Um, it to me, it's it is uh, about the looks because they just remind me of someone in my family, and it feels like incest. For me, it feels like I'm hooking up with a cousin when I'm hooking up with an Indian. Yeah, I prefer not to hook up with cousins. I prefer not to as well. Yeah. And if it, I was like the last. If the cousin was it, that was all that was left on the earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll hook up with a cousin. You have to. Yeah. If that, at that point, you got to. Yeah, you got to, to repopulate the, the earth. Exactly. And if a little inbreeding yeah, happens. Cousin, it's better than human. Better than sister. Race dying yeah, out. yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's for me. It's they. They remind me of someone in my family, and it feels like incest. And I do have, you know, your point of like, oh, Indian girls don't want to hook up with you or whatever. Um, I do get a lot of Indian girls DMing me because they think I'm into They just assume, which is, yeah. that's racist to me. That you just assume that I want to um, date Indian. They just assume like, oh, you Maybe t- they're not even assuming. Maybe they're just going for it. Just like we That's, that's what they like. That's yeah. fair. That's very fair. But it's, I can, I, I, I can tense, like feel the assumption. Of, I've like, never dated a Jewish girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you so. against it? Is it an incest thing? Like um, it is with me. I love Jewish women. I'm not women. like specifically I won't date Jewish women, but I've just noticed that I'm not into them as much. Uh it would make my mom really happy. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I agree. That's another reason. And it was my act of rebellion, like relentlessly dating white women. There's exceptions to every rule. Right. I'm sure there's some beautiful, cool, chill Jewish women, but overall they're Japs. Yeah. If you're a Jewish American princess. Yeah, right. You've heard that term? Of course. And I don't want to date a Jap. I mean, I feel that way with Indian women as well. Like, they're, um, they're, there's an exception to the rule. It's definitely beautiful, amazing, like, talented, funny, interesting Indian women out there. But most of them are just biomedical engineers. <laughs> I just can't. I can't get down with that. I can't get down See, with. To me, that sounds pretty hot. No nope. bio biomedical engineer. No, nope. I can't. Knows math really good. No, nope. she's smart. She can nope. do our like, finances. Nope. and I can't do it. Run the numbers and make our kids really smart. Nah, no. Nope. She'd pay the mortgage every month on time. Yeah, I was just chill on the couch. Not into it. Not even a little bit. No, I love Jewish women though. I do. Is your girlfriend Jewish? Uh, yes. Gross. I know. Mm-hmm. I love it. But I love it, man. She's great. She's, so all day, chin and another. She's not. She's not Jewish by. Um, she's like, her f- stepfather was Jewish, so she converted. So she's oh, not. Yeah. She's, she's not, not really. really she's oh, not even really Jewish. Both worlds. Yeah. That's she's not even really Jewish. But like, I get to claim it so to give her like a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of you know, uh, just diversity. You know, that way I'm not just like ah, she's a white girl. 
I'd be like, yeah, she's Jewish. And she doesn't like it when I tell people she's Jewish. Like, I'm not really Jewish. I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to tell everybody that. Every Jew says that because they don't like being made fun of for being Jewish. Is that what it I is? I used to do that, too. I used to say, I'm not really, because I don't believe in Jewishness. Right. I don't follow the religion. Like Judaism, yeah. So there was a stretch in my life where I'd be like, I'm not really Jewish. Yeah, but you, but you are. Exactly. I look at your face. You are. Ex- agreed. Yeah, you're Ari. And... Your name is Ari. You are. And you are your girlfriend, even though she converted. Yeah. Yeah, she is too now. She's Jewish now? Yeah. She doesn't really, yeah, she's like, I'm not really. Her family is Jewish. She's Jewish. She's yeah, Jewish. They it's celebrate not like, the, they celebrate yeah, it's the not stuff. a thing you get to really choose. Even mm. if she converts to Hindu, she's Jewish. Mm. That's what my parents said about me. And that's why they don't care that like I don't yeah. that I eat beef because they're like you can say you're Christian but you're still Hindu. Yeah. Like it's in your blood. Right. You could believe in the Christian religion, but mm-hmm. you're Hindu still. Yeah. That's what yeah. my. That's exactly why my parents didn't care that I like didn't want to be Hindu. But I imagine most Hindu parents mm-hmm. would care a little bit mm-hmm. and not want you to. Eat my beef. parents just gave up. What about I, uh, you on comedy? Are they cool with that? It took them a long time. It took them a very long time. I didn't speak to my father for years. Literally didn't talk to him. Uh, didn't talk to my father for like two, two. It was like three the years. movies. It was like the movies. It's uh-huh. like the Bollywood movies. I'm going to America, you know. And there's a few of those. And um, so I didn't talk to my dad for a while. Um, they didn't get it. They didn't like it. They were always like trying to get me to go back to school, and they're always trying to be like, "We'll pay for it. I don't care. Whatever you want." You are want. they rich? Uh, or you know what's funny? Well off, comfortable. Uh, they're uh, they are now. I didn't grow up rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, they. It's this is this is funny because I guess we'll get into a little because I'm having like the you wanted to do therapy right mm-hmm. this is what the podcast is mm-hmm. uh, I'm having some family stuff um, they're they're well off now it took a long time I was the poor kid in the rich neighborhood for mm-hmm. a long time because uh, my parents moved to like a, a nice neighborhood in the suburbs of Atlanta okay. one of like the richest areas because my dad worked in tech he was uh, studied computer engineering because he's Indian they just gave him that job he didn't even yeah. have to study they just gave him the job. And uh, cool. yeah, it was pretty cool. Now he went to Georgia Tech. He... But back then, yeah, that's kind of is wasn't that a little riskier to do that kind of job? Like now, oh, you work in computers, you're gonna be rich. That's great. Mm-hmm. What a great job. It was risky. Computers didn't exist. That's what I mean. Back, it sounds like when your dad did that job, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Uh, well, oh, you were working computers. Good for you. Wow, you're it, so. It was because so computers were like brand new. Mm-hmm. Like they were like the size of this room at that time. It was like the, the my dad came here in like '79 or '80 or something, and it was like, uh, yo, the computer. You're gonna study the computer. So he got a job. He went to the school at Georgia Tech. He came. He got a scholarship from India, and came to America, wow. which was like a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And um, went to the school, studied computer uh, science, which is so, such a weird thing. Computer science? Mm-hmm. That's a weird fucking name of a degree. My dad studied computer science, and he got a job at a place called Bell South, which was acquired by AT&T. I am familiar with Bell South. You're familiar with Bell South? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he went to Bell South. and Pac he was, Bell. Yeah, exactly. So he was making, like, good money. So he moved into this nice neighborhood, and then, like, a year later, he got fired. Damn. So what do you do? Uh, he, dude, he tried to like start a business. He tried. <laughs> this is actually really funny. He tried to start. He's gonna fucking hate this. He tried to start a Palm Pilot business, and we all know Palm Pilots. We all have one. Like, I mean, was it literally a Palm Pilot? Yeah. Like the name Palm Pilot? No. You know what Palm Pilots are? Yeah. 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 It was called Hot Palm, and okay. my dad tried to start a hot. Uh, like he tried to make a business where he made the apps. For Palm Pilots, because he thought Palm Pilots were going to be the future. He's like, everyone's going to yeah. have one. And they were for a minute. They were for a hot minute. Yeah. They were, but then they weren't. Right. So that failed. 
So now my dad's even more broke because he invested all his money into a Palm Pilot but business. I, so, oh, he got fired because he just was focusing too much on his Palm business? No, he got fired because AT&T acquired Bell South, and then they fired everybody who was, like, from the generation that my dad... My dad learned got computers. It, so he didn't do anything specifically to get fired. No, it they downsized, like and yeah. it was a layoff. And what happened was he was in a generation where computers were brand new. Mm-hmm. So they're hiring all these people where it's like, yo, computers aren't the size of like rooms anymore right they're normal they're like you know someone a little more up to date exactly so they were like let's get rid of this 40 year old man who doesn't know what the fuck uh you know these new Mm -hmm. computers are like so they got rid of a bunch of old people it was ageism which is not didn't exist back then back then it was just like oh no you just get out of here and so my dad got laid off then he started this palm pilot thing that failed so now we're like we were mad like we were broke broke like Mm -hmm. we were like you can't go to the movies bro like we don't got ten dollars for you to go see rush hour bro Mm -hmm. That's how broke we were. And uh, then he opened a liquor store. So he... Went back to the roots. Went back to the roots. Indian yeah. roots. Yeah, we went back to the culture, for the culture. And he opened a liquor store. And then we were, like, mad broke because he invested so much into his liquor store. And for... And, you know, with businesses, what, it's like the first 10 years you don't turn a profit or something? Probably, yeah. Something like that, they say. I don't know. So for a long time, he didn't really turn a profit. And we were, like, broke, bro. Like, I was getting... Like, I believe with liquor stores, did he work at the liquor store himself or did he yes, hire people? he didn't hire anybody. He worked I, 12 hours a day. I believe from... I've done a little research on franchises and starting businesses. Mm-hmm. When you start a liquor store, there's not a lot of profits. Mm-hmm. Profit margin is not considered, like, an insane business model. Mm-hmm. The reason why you do it is you're basically giving yourself a job. Yeah. So if most people who own liquor stores work at that liquor store. Right. And then they pay themselves a decent amount to work there. Right. And that's how that's the money. But if they had hired someone else, it would make very little money. Right. So um, yeah, he didn't hire anybody. Everyone thought that was crazy. All friends, he's just there like twelve. He was there twelve hours yeah. a day, seven days a week. Actually, at the time, Georgia had a law you couldn't sell alcohol on Sundays. So you get one day off a week. Did he, uh, was he an alcoholic as well? Did he drink no. a lot? No. Not really. No. Perfect. Didn't dip into the process. Didn't dip then. in. I mean, he would like, ca- like, like, um, casually or like when like we had company over, he may have one mm-hmm. or two drinks. He would have like a beer. Yeah. He was in, he never really drank. Um, but uh, he, which was funny because uh, I used to like dip into his out because, you know, we're yeah. kids. Yeah, go steal the Ray the yeah, Liquor Cabinet. Yeah, Ray the Liquor Cabinet sure. and stuff. And then one day I came home, it was just all gone because he like noticed like an inch was missing and he was like, no more. And it was just all gone. Um, so we didn't even have that much liquor in the house because he was, uh, he knew I was dipping a little bit. Uh, but yeah, he didn't make any money for a long time. We were broke, broke. And now his business is doing very well. The liquor store. Liquor store is doing great. He's able to hire help and he's making. A ton of money. And even, like, especially during this pandemic, dude. So he just owns, he still owns that same liquor store. He owns store. that same liquor store from when and I was that, And now it's just doing very well. 17 years, man. He's had that for 17 or 18 years, something like that. And, uh, yeah, I think I was, like, 11 or maybe in, like, 12 when he opened that. So he has one liquor store in Atlanta. Yeah. Killing it. Killing it. He's Sweet. doing, like, and he's been killing it for, like, the last, like, five-ish years. You and know? your mom doesn't work? My mom uh, is a pharmacist. So she was always making oh, steady money. Make, yeah, good money. She was always making good money. So she was kind of supporting the house and everybody while my dad was like, I think he was losing money for like eight years, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think he was like making, turning a profit for right. years. And uh, so she was supporting and like we were on her health insurance and we, that's the reason she had, she had to work 40 hours a week. So we were on her health insurance and um, yeah, we were, we were fine, but we were just surviving off of like single income. You know, yeah. my mom's income. Yeah. For and and how many years. siblings do you have? One sibling. Okay. 
So, so four person family. Yeah. One person. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. Pretty yeah. poor. So yeah, we were pretty. I mean, we were also living in an affluent neighborhood, which was like a bag. If we lived in like a like a shittier place, we would have been fine. But my dad wanted to like take get me in the best schools and best environment and all that stuff. And turns you know, out it was a mistake. Should have put you in a huge shitty mistake. School. Shitty school. I would have been school. way funnier. I would have yeah. been so much funnier. And like, it was just a waste. You I would cracked a joke in like seven minutes, dude. Like I would have been. I would have been banging. I'd been cracking. I mean, you don't need jokes anymore in this yeah. new corona time. It's over. When was the last time you did stand-up? Uh, I did a drive-in show uh, last weekend. Did that feel normal, though? Didn't did feel, it feel normal. feel like stand-up? It didn't feel bad. It didn't feel normal at all. did not feel normal at all. Uh, but it wasn't bad because uh, everyone broke the rules. It was in San Diego. Escondido, mm-hmm. actually. And uh, the rules were like, you got to stay in your car. You can't get out of your car. And everyone just got out of their car. And nobody cared. Yeah. Nobody gave a fuck. People were sitting on top of their car. People had truck beds sitting on the truck bed. People had RVs or sitting so on top. So does that mean that a lot of people show up for the show? Just 200 cars. That's yeah. incredible. And I think they sold like 170 cars and then like a bunch of people showed up. It was around 200 cars there. That's awesome. And it was really cool. Um, were there a lot of comics on the show? Like five. Okay, Not a so lot. it's like a normal show. Like a normal like show. Hour, a little over an hour. Hour and a half, yeah. yeah. There was like, you know, host and then like three comics. Yeah, yeah, it was a host, three comics, and me. And um it went I mean, there was a lot of honking, which was weird. Uh but uh Like that's the applause break. Yeah. It was very because like sometimes I would Did say, anyone heckle you with the honks? No, be, you know, it was interesting. Like I thought it would be super distracting, but it was it felt like laughter. It felt like when you pause for laughter you pause for honking. Yeah. And I mean, that's not That normal. would be a cool special. Yeah, it would be a cool Or one. interesting, at least. Yeah, I filmed it, actually. I filmed, I did a half hour and I filmed mm-hmm. it, so I'm going to cut it into something. Yeah. At least put out some clips, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, it was strange, for sure. But, um, I don't know, man. It was fun. I had a good time. I felt like I got off stage feeling like I did a set. You know what I mean? Because, like, we do these right. Zoom shows. I don't do those. I I've done a yeah. I, I don't respond anymore. When people ask me, I just don't, I leave it on red. That's I'm done. I yeah. did I did enough. It just felt like I was having a mental breakdown. It just and it just feels yeah. like and it feels like you're watching all your friends have a mental breakdown <laughs> and you're just like, "Yo, I I should call him." You That's know, like, the thing. I wa- I watched the uh comedy gives back one or at least part of oh, it the, as much like, as I can. Stuff, yeah, yeah, where it was all the most famous comedians, a lot of them are my favorite, you know, all my favorite comedians right. on this thing doing essentially a Zoom show. And it was so painful to watch and so Even the greatest. Even yeah. like my favorite See, comics. I'm like, it's yeah, so I'm not funny. doing that. I'm not going to do better than Bill yeah. Burr. It's so funny because like my girl and I got in a fight about this because I've been playing piano. I learned how to play piano during quarantine. I bought one and uh, I bought one because I was supposed to like film something with piano. And... Uh, so I, I was like, and I'm really bad at piano. I I studied guitar or like studied jazz guitar when I was a kid. So what I did was I when I would play piano, I would translate the chords from guitar to piano. So I knew like 15, 20 chords, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I would play, I would just you know do that. And I started doing it on stage, right? And uh, somebody saw a video of that and wanted me to do it for a taping of something. And I'm being very ambiguous about mm-hmm. this for because I'm I signed an NDA. So oh, it's still going on. It's still it's going recent. on. Okay. This was very recent. So right, right before the quarantine, they were like, "Yo, we want you to do a five minute set of this piano, piano stuff." Yeah. yeah. So I was like, "All right, cool. That sounds great." And so I was like, "Fuck it, I should probably be good at piano." So I bought a piano right before quarantine. So when I was doing these Zoom shows, I was doing all piano because I was like, "Hey, nobody's laughing. 
but at least there's some separation uh-huh. with the piano chords and stuff, so I don't feel horrible. At least I'm playing music, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you can sing yeah, it a... doesn't feel like you're bombing into a cell phone. Exactly, yeah. So it's like, you know, you can sing a song, and no one's like, man, he's bombing. You know what I mean? I wasn't singing. I just, you know, was talking. But when there's music going on, nobody's like, man, Especially if it's good piano, like if someone's like, "Oh, he's playing well." Yeah, it's harder to bomb. The, the piano masks the silence. Exactly, of the bomb. exactly. So I would do that. So I would get booked a lot because people were like, "Oh, Neil kills it on these Zoom shows because he fucking dude." And so I started doing it a lot. My girlfriend was like, "You know, that's a crutch, right?" Which she's right. She's not wrong. Yeah, but like, not first off. There's plenty. Of, then, then that's saying all musical comedy is a crutch. Yeah, which I maybe agree. you could make an argument for that, but also. Like, there's plenty of great musical comedy that Incredible. I really like. I, exactly. Stephen Lynch, yeah. Dimitri Martin, Dimitri Martin Flight of the Concords, Zach Galifianakis, Zach Galifianakis. Flight of the Concords, exactly. So it doesn't sound like a supportive girlfriend to me. It hurt my feelings. It sounds like a jappy comedy. <laughs> it hurt my feelings. You could tell her I said that. It hurt, I will let her know. Yeah. It really hurt my feelings. It really yeah. did. And so, like, she was like, babe, you should figure out how to do these Zoom shows well without the piano. And I said, if I see one person do it well, yeah. if I see one person, then I'll go, okay, it's possible. And right. I'll try. But she wanted me to, like, try harder to, like, kill. Like, hey, so, guys, yesterday she wanted me to, like, become oh. a YouTuber or uh-huh. something. I don't know what she wanted me to do, but it hurt my feelings when she said it was a crutch. It really oh, did. Oh, God. And there it's not a crutch. be uh, before corona. Do you remember when Funny or Die did shows, like, live stream shows? A little while back, I became a Thrive Market member. If you're not familiar with the Thrive Market, they deliver sustainable and organic groceries right to your door. It's a high-end online grocery store, and it is noticeably higher-end. It feels a lot better and tastes a lot better than Kroger, Ralph's, those kind of stores, Trader Joe's. It's, it's kind of in a league of their own. And as a Thrive Market member, when you sign up for a paid membership, a low-income family, teacher, veteran, first responder, someone in need gets a free membership because of you. So that's cool. You're helping out. It's it's a bargain too. It is 25 to 50% lower than traditional retail prices. So that is a really good feeling to know that you're supporting a good company. They've raised over $750,000 to date through their COVID-19 relief fund. Go to thrivemarket.com slash unlicensed therapy. Join today and you'll get a free gift of your choosing up to $22 in value. That's thrivemarket.com slash unlicensed therapy to get your risk-free membership and get a free gift today. That's T-H-R-I-V-E, thrivemarket.com slash unlicensed therapy. Support them. And that also supports me. Why not get, everyone gets groceries. You need them unless you're a pig who eats at fast food or goes out to eat every meal. You get groceries. Try out Thrive Market. Give it a shot. Use my link. Get your free gift. Support that company. And in turn, support me. Let's get back to the show. So they were kind of like kind of like these quarantine shows. Yeah. They were just, you're there performing. There were like eight people there. Yeah, there was a few people there, but it wasn't. It was bad. It was bad, and but there's thousands of people watching on their live stream. Right. So it really, to me, felt like I was performing to a camera to yeah. uh, like a zoom show that's right, what it, right, felt. Right. it felt very close to that so i was watching it before i was going up all the other comics going up mm-hmm. before me and i'm watching it on my phone at the same time you look at the comments 
in the comments. Doesn't matter. And these are people, by the way. So Funny or Die is a big site for a comedian. It, it used to be even bigger, but it, you know, if you're going on Funny or Die, you, you don't want to do new material. You're doing your your best shit because and, there's and you, and three thousand people great watching. Comics that they had, and they it. book good comics. Yeah. So I'm watching good comics going up there to this camera mm -hmm. and doing in their minds their best material. And the comments are just ripping them apart. Yes. This I, guy sucks. Exactly. This guy's the worst. He's it's, horrible. I, I did it, and I uh, saw my comments. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what they're doing. So I'm so I'm up, you know, let's say in two comics, and I'm watching this. I'm like, well, I'm not doing my act because I I'm proud of my act, and right. it's gonna get ripped apart in this light. Yeah, There's what's, no. What's this the isn't point? a good light to do my act. So I took an onion, and I just chopped up the onion. And the whole time was just weird and asking Will Ferrell and Adam McKay to just book me on That's stuff. That's funny. Yeah. And, you know, it was me being just ridiculous stupid. and crazy. Yeah, I just was literally playing a crazy person. No, it's a crutch. Um, it's a crutch. crutch. Yeah. And, by the way, still got ripped apart. All the comments were <laughs> oh, like. Oh, I thought you did well. I no, they liked you. No, the no. comments were still like, this guy sucks. What the hell is he doing? This isn't comedy. Uh -huh. It's the worst. But I was like, at least I got ripped apart with something that I don't care that about. That you didn't work on for yeah, years. Didn't yeah, didn't work on at all, so. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, uh, I thought you did well. I thought you would have done well. I have had... I did well in the room. Oh, okay. People were like, well, this, is, this is wild. insane. Yeah. <laughs> they never booked you again. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's true. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I have done well on these, which is a problem that I do well on the Zoom shows with the piano. Because then I get booked again, and people try to How book me. How do you me. even know if you're doing well? So I've done a few where there's like a lot of people in there. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, like we've... you. I don't know if you've seen any of these Zoom shows... But the, it's just like bomb after bomb after bomb. Pity laugh. It's like we got a pity laugh. Yeah. My girlfriend gets hates that. I do that too. Do you hear them laughing or is it typing ha ha ha? Um. So some some shows the the bad ones you don't hear anything. The bad ones are just the comedians having a mental breakdown, talking <laughs> themselves. And uh, the comedians' microphones will be on, so we have to pity laugh each other. My girlfriend gets mad. She'll get mad at me during it. I'll be watching. Because you're pity laughing? Yes. Because somebody will Your be. Your girlfriend sounds mean and cold hearted. No, you're not she's painting sweet. her in a good she's, light. Uh, she's a sweet girl. Love her yeah. to death. And I'll be like, it, I'll be watching a Zoom show and somebody will be bombing, but I don't, I feel bad. So I'll be like, ha. Huh? And she'll be like, don't do that from the other room. Like, in, like, he can hear her. She'll be like, don't pity laugh him. And I'm like, yo. I gotta press mute real quick and like fight with her. And then be like, yo, this is my friend. I gotta make sure he doesn't kill himself. And I <laughs> press mute again. <laughs> you know, or whatever. So we're just all pity laughing each other on the bad ones. The good ones will like, they got it down to a science where they're like, all right, we got 100 people in here. 20 of you guys are gonna be our designated laughers. And so 20 of you guys are gonna have your cameras and microphones on so you can do like crowd work with them zoom crowd work or whatever and oh God. it's it's bad it still sounds it's, bad. it's the, it no listen it's not good it's yeah. better it's not good yeah yeah so they'll have like 20 or 30 people that are there to laugh and so you can hear like 20 30 people so it feels like a bad like a not a bad like a like a decent silver lake show is what if at the end of it you're like oh okay so two new jokes kind of work. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of, you leave it, you don't leave it going like, oh, fuck, smash. Like, that was great. I feel good. Yeah. You leave it going like, oh, I'm terrible. I'm sorry. So yeah. I've had a few of those, and that's what I consider a good Zoom show. And so I do well on those. Mm -hmm. So they try to book me all the time. I have, like, ten messages that I just will not respond to. Yeah. Because after, like, I I bombed, I've probably done, like, ten or twelve or something. Let's say twelve. I've probably felt like I was suicidal after like eight of them 
And then like four of them, I left going, eh, it was okay, it wasn't bad. So yeah. I kept doing them because I was like, yeah, it was, I mean, it's, it's okay. Maybe this one will feel back, you know? Yeah. And so uh, after the last one that I felt legitimately suicidal, legitimately. You're like, I, I'm done. I was, I'm done. I won't respond. I won't, yeah. like, I'll, I'll make up excuses. I, I do a podcast at that time, you know? Oh, I'm like, actually, like, I'm, I'm filming something. It's the quarantine? same thing, kind of, when I was a new comedian, mm-hmm. still, whatever, a new comedian, but when I was really new comedian, you would do any show someone asks you to do. I'll go to, mm-hmm. I'll drive right now to Alhambra. to Alhambra and I'll perform in a bar with the TVs on yes. and no one's there to see the show uh-huh. and you're for sure going to bomb, but, oh, yeah. but you're going to try and get them. It'll be a good exercise. You try and get them. It's, this is what work. you got to do as yeah, a comedian. You know, this is how you grow. Yeah. I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not doing that either. And I'm I don't do that either. Show. I don't do that either. I booked myself out like when, when stand up was legal. Uh, I would try to hit like 30 or more shows a month. Mm-hmm. And so what I would do, what I used to do is I used to do 30 or more shows a month and I would include all those garbage shows in mm-hmm. there uh, for years, for like three years, like 12 of those shows would be that. Yeah. And, you know, 20 would be, or like 18 of them would, would be, be good. good shows, yeah. And, um, but then eventually I was like, yeah, I can just do 23 good shows. Yeah. Skip this. I don't give a fuck about yeah. like I'm not going to say yes just to get At my At some 30. point, it's like you leave feeling terrible mm-hmm. about your event. It's unproductive. And you leave feeling like, why terrible. why am I doing this? Yeah. And, and you, sometimes I feel like I'm doing someone a favor. You know, like fucking doing. For sure. Hey, can you headline this? And then you now you got to do 25 at a horrible show. Oh, man. I remember driving an hour. Is this, you walk in, like I said, TVs were on, no one was there for the show, and the guy goes, So I got you headlining, so you're gonna do 30. And I remember looking at him going, I'm gonna do five. Yeah. And I don't even wanna do that. <laughs> <laughs> and do they pay you? Like 30 bucks like or gas? whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's horrible, man. Stand up was, stand up, when it was great, it was great. And it was horrible, it was just yeah, like, yeah. it was the ups a, and downs. It was the same thing as like the Zoom shows. It's like we're having mental breakdowns. In front of people, people don't want you there, and you're just being like my favorite was like the open mics that we would go to, like Rock Paper, where somebody was literally like studying for the SATs, and you were just <laughs> yelling about your dick. Some girls literally like, look. and then you get mad at them for not paying yeah. attention. Oh, great! I'm just up here going after my dreams, and you're studying for the SATs. Yeah, it's like a 17 year old girl, like I'm sorry, <laughs> AP Bio, you know, whatever. She's fucking studying, and the comedian yell at her, and I was yeah. like. This like, is it's not, her fault. She didn't know that a show was know. about Nobody to happen. Nobody knew. Yeah. Nobody, those are the worst shows. I, uh, I have one in New York, actually, and I said I didn't know it was like that. They were like, oh, just so you know, like, we'll start whenever people get here. And I was like, oh, cool. And they were like, yeah, like, we they don't know a show's going on. It's just like, we're just going to, you know, put a microphone in this bar and do it. And I, and I just said, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not. So I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Just, um. Yeah, nice to meet you guys. Um, it's all good. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Go back to my. I li- cause I was like, yo, there's just people like at a bar. Like people were on a date. People were like, fucking, hey, that work. And then some fucking asshole for an hour and a half. For an hour, for like ten minutes, it's like, all right, whatever. For an hour and a half, someone's gonna. Especially when I go to a new, like I live in LA, so when I go to another city to do comedy, mm-hmm. my standards almost get higher. Yeah. I'm like I could do this shitty show in LA. Right. I didn't, I didn't come to New York. Yeah, I didn't to come do to Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, or some shit to, to come and do. Yeah, my standards do get higher when I'm in other cities. For sure. In LA, it's like, eh, it's like half, it's like 20 minutes. From yeah. Me. Whatever, I'll hang I gotta out. Work. With, I gotta work. I gotta work. One of my buddies is there. We'll have a drink. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, we'll just like drink afterwards, you know. God, I fucking miss it. I miss it. Yeah, I miss it. I did a couple secret shows in here. I did two shows I heard. in here. They were I packed. saw the photos. Yeah. It was dope. 
Pac's meeting then, what, like 12, 20? There was 20, about 20 to 22 people okay. in here. All right. 16 is considered a, sol- a sellout. Oh, okay. All right. And then we could open up this room. For How many tested positive? For Ho- <laughs> hopefully all of them. <laughs> they deserve it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they wear masks? No, no mask allowed. No mask allowed. Yeah, I didn't allow them. Are you These on? Are, are you on the no mask train? Yeah, I'm an anti COVID. I still wear masks at grocery stores and right. certain places because you know businesses want you to, and I don't want to deal with the confrontation. You don't want to be from people. A... I don't want drama in my life. What's a what's a male Karen? That's me. That's you, Ari. Ari. <laughs> Ari. Uh, you don't want to be an Ari. Uh, yeah, but L. A. No, nah, it would be Jewish. It'd be like it'd be like really Chad or something. Me. Yeah, no, no, it chat. wouldn't be all right. But, it wouldn't be all right. But I am that. You are, yeah, you'd be a yeah. chat. But yeah, so you are, you don't think that people should wear masks? I think it should be my choice to wear a mask. Okay, your yeah. body, your choice? Yeah, my body, my choice. Okay. Just, so your I think it should be my choice to wear a seatbelt. In my cars, wow. I have a seatbelt extender, so I don't have, the beeping doesn't go off if I don't wear a seatbelt. You don't wear a seatbelt? If I do, it's by my choice. But if I don't, I don't want that beeping going off. So wow. I, sh- I, I, mean, I sh- remove the beeping. I can kind of agree with that because yeah. it's like if you die, you die. If I die, I die. Yeah. And I know the mask isn't the same argument it's because the same they argument. would say I would spread corona. Exactly. But, yeah, I think that it's very overblown. And I think the percentage of me killing someone is very low unless they're very old, in which case I think they should stay inside. I agree. I mean, I, I agree with most of that. But I just um, – I don't know. I just don't know anything. I'm not a scientist. I don't. Date, I am. I'm a scientist. I, you're not. And I don't date Indian girls, so I don't know the sign. I don't know the biomedical <laughs> shit behind it. So I just listen to what they tell me. And if they're wrong, they're wrong. If they're right, they're right. But here's the thing. I'm not going to go into conspiracy people tell theories. you to do mm-hmm. masks, and then certain sides tell you not to. So of course, the people who are telling you to wear masks, you're evil if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. But then the other side, there's experts that are saying what yeah, experts it's have said not to wear masks. Like I couldn't cite their names, but yeah, they're, they're out I, there. There's articles saying that there's real professional articles on real professional sites saying that it's not a big deal. I'm gonna look that up because yeah. I don't believe you. So <laughs> I think that's Breitbart, and I think no. you're reading the wrong shit. No, 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 they're out there. I don't think they listen are. To, listen to. Rush Limbaugh? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm cool, man. I don't need to listen yeah, to Yeah, I mean, it, it is. It, the sad thing is it has become a partisan debate. It's there, become political. There is, um, it is the people telling you not to wear masks are people on the right. It's and with a, this particular insane. issue, I'm on the right. It's insane that it, that science has become a political issue. It's so weird to me, yeah. man. It's so it weird. It is. It's weird. I mean, it kind of always has, man. Like, they didn't believe in evolution It's for a weird time. to me that the <laughs> coronavirus... The uh-huh. virus made in Wuhan, China, yeah. is a polit is turned it's, political. It's political. It's, it's, it's very bizarre. Fucking bizarre, man. It's really, but I mean, I guess science has kind of always been political. You know, even in terms of like, um, like evolution and stuff. Like, yeah, I grew true. up in I grew up in Georgia, and like there was a huge debate of whether we were going to teach evolution. I learned evolution in school, but like I remember there was like religion. There There's was, like, a lot a of religion fight. there. Yeah, there was yeah. like a fight. Like people were voting on it. People were voting on science. It was yeah. to like to to teach it or not teach it. Yeah. And it was voting on sex ed because we're not supposed to have premarital sex. Like, yeah, but like we're going to, <laughs> you know, like, hey, we're going to fuck, you know, teach us, you know. So there, it, science has always been politicized. I mean, yeah. even like look at like Copernicus and all those shit. The earth isn't flat. They got fucking murdered. True. Yeah. Shit. When you when you say that, you bring up a good point. I guess yeah. it's not weird at all that it's, it's not weird. Now debate. that I think about it, it's yeah. not that weird that it's a political issue. People have always politicized. Well, I'm on the right side. Not th- not saying I'm right. Well, you're I correct. think I'm right, but yeah, I'm on, but you're the, on the I'm on That's the, interesting. I did not. I'm know. a Trumper. When I pulled it comes up to with a mask. I saw neither of y'all a mask, and I was like, "Are they? Are they?" 
Yeah. I'm a naughty I just boy. Do, listen, I just do what I've read. I do not fit yeah. into Southern California. Yeah. For the beginning of it, I drove to Florida and I did a road trip because I just had to get away from all the people over here, the, the mask-wearing people, wow. the craziness. And then when Huntington Beach opened up, I was down there all the time just wow. eating out and going to the bars. And... This, is wild. this is wild, man. Yeah. You're, shot. You're surprising me right now, man. Yeah, I'm a, uh, not the sweet, innocent Jewish boy that no, I man. appear to be. You're your Chad. What are your family issues that you got going oh, on? Are we going to do it? How much time do we have? Ten hours. Ten hours? hours. Is this is this Rogan? We doing four <laughs> hours? What's going on? We could. Um, I have. Uh, let me see what my parking situation is. Cause uh, you put two hours on there. I put an hour and thirty eight minutes or something. I got. I set an alarm. It's chill. I have thirty minutes. So yeah, that's plenty of time. You want to get into it? Yeah. Okay. This is weird. My parents are getting divorced right now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's. It's 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 it was a long time coming, honestly. They've always hated each other. See, they're very progressive. They're very progressive. They're yeah. very progressive Indians. This yeah. is very because pro- the reason that's part of the reason they didn't get a divorce is because like it's like, it's like cultural. It's like cheating. Yeah, it's frowned upon. Yeah, it's like cheating in the make Indian it work. Culture. Hey, make, make it, it work. work. Yeah. That's your family. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't care if he's gay. What are you? Hey, know? at least they waited till how old are you? Thirty. At least they waited till you're thirty. Which is so long, so long. Just get it over with. I've been out of the house for 10 years. But I'm saying it's easier on you. I get, yeah, it's easier on me. It's hard going through divorce when you're around them and, and you live with them. Another reason why they stay together is stay together for the kids. When mm-hmm. we were, I, my mom had brought it up to me when I was like 13. And of course, I'm 13. She said, I'm thinking about divorcing your dad. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I, was, and I was like, don't do it. And she's like, all right, I can't do it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm not, I don't know. I'm 13. Why are you listening no, no, to a 13 year old? It's just, but, that's to me, if I was, if I was. 40 or whatever, and I'm married, and I'm thinking about getting divorcing my husband. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling my kids about it until it's for sure happening, because that's going to fuck with them. If I'm like, hey, thinking about divorcing your dad, what do you think? No, don't do it. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Like, that's basically how you it don't went t- down. Talk to your friends about it. You talk yeah. to your mom Co-workers, about it or whatever. Yeah. You don't talk to your kids about that shit. Yeah, she brought it up to me and my sister. What about you? Did your dad bring it up or just your mom? My mom's been wanting to do it forever. She's just been like... She's apparently like giving him like chances and like is like this was the last straw. What chances like, of what? Like did he cheat on her? Or what, no, what did he, he do just, wrong? He, no, I mean we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get into it. Uh, he was uh, when we were kids. He was abusive. He was like physically, physically abusive to me. Really down he had the to do the. He yeah. had to do the fucking. Um, yeah, to us when we were kids, and to my mother when she would, when uh, you know, a long time, like twenty years Seems ago. Seems grounds for divorce, right there. Yeah, straight up. So, um, like they were fighting, and they were like sleeping in separate rooms for. They've been doing that for like the last like eight months or something for like a while, and uh, my dad like left to like stay somewhere else to give her space, whatever. And then my mom like changed the locks, and like it's it started escalating real quick, and then my dad. Uh, my mom had been speaking to divorce lawyers, and my dad, like, he's like, he's a spy, basically. Like, he, I don't know how he knew. He knew everything. He worked in computers. He worked, I guess. Yeah. yeah he fucking hacked her yeah, emails. Yeah, the deal with Pac Bell, monitor <laughs> phone calls. Probably. So my dad knew, and he called her bluff, and he served her papers on the grounds of, like, irreconcilable differences. I think that was what it's called. Mm-hmm. And then she served him back with abuse, with, like, domestic she, abuse. Oh, so I was so like, it is not a clean divorce. It's not a clean divorce. It got real. It went zero to 100 real quick. 
So, because he was like, oh, fuck, I didn't know she was going to do that. He called her bluff because he thought she was just going to be like, no, I'm not going to get it. Why would I get a divorce? Like, no, throw it away. No, let's talk this out. But she, he, call, he, she, he called her bluff and she wasn't bluffing. So she was like, no, fuck you, man. Like you, And she was like, yo, I'm going to win because you, t- domestic abuse. So you can't yeah. lose that. And not right now. <laughs> not in It'd a, be hard. You know, 20 years ago, it's like, I mean, what did you do? But, you know, now it's like, yo, what? Mm-hmm. It's very different. Like, yeah, 30 years ago, she tried to divorce or, you know, not 30 years ago, like 20 years ago or 50. So you know. this is all literally going down right now? Right now. They're going through it? Like this, like, and couple, so like a month ago. And so mentality, are you taking sides? No, are you talking with them? I can't are you take just a staying, side. Are you just staying I'm trying to stay completely out of it. Yeah. You know what's ironic about me talking about this on the podcast is I talked about my, my dad's domestic abuse on a podcast, like, years ago. That's, now that's evidence in the court of it's law. It's literally evidence. My mom is using it oh my as God. evidence. And I was I didn't mean for that right. to happen. I didn't want I'm gonna say right here. You right didn't know now, they were getting divorced. Yeah. I didn't know they were gonna I didn't know they were ever gonna get divorced. So yeah. and, and I didn't think that, that, that my mom would like Google this podcast. Yeah. It's actually a really funny story about that podcast. But uh for for the record, whoever's li- if the, there's a judge if your, listening your mom to and this, dad. Yeah, if there's a judge listening to this, please don't use this as evidence, okay? I'm a comedian, I make shit up. Oh, uh, that's you, not going to stop them. That's not going to stop them? No. You know, you oh, can, you're saying you're making it. This I'm could saying, all be made up. This could all be made up. This that's is a true. comedy podcast. So, yeah. uh, you know, if you're going to use it, my dad will listen to this. Dad, if you're listening, just tell if him. If you're listening to this, Neil's parents actually beat me one time, and I would yes. like some of that money. I'd yes. like some of that divorce money, <laughs> yes. the if liquor li- money. Uh, yes. Yeah, one time Neil's dad took out his belt and beat the shit out of me. And he's. I was there. Yeah, fucked it, up. it hurt. Fucked up. You did get a B in math. He did make did. me curry which afterwards, was... <laughs> which was delicious. Was I see where you got your parata. skills from. Yeah. yeah, there was some good garlic naan, <laughs> but it wasn't worth it. Overall, I choose not to be beat. So, anyways, yeah. So they're using that podcast, and it was actually a really funny story about that podcast because I went on a podcast about like Indian culture, and it was a popular podcast. You know, Akash Singh. I've heard, uh, I've heard like he name. does a podcast with uh, Andrew Schultz. That's where I've heard it. Uh, okay. So he had a podcast called like American Daisies or something, which is like American Indians. And Daisy is like um, it's kind of like our like like our slang term for Indians mm-hmm. or brown people in general. So he did a podcast called American Daisies, and I came on it, and I was talking to him, and he made it a two part episode because it got real deep, and we got really deep into like abuse and how it's like culturally. Sorry, uh, culturally appropriate, uh, mm-hmm. or like how we like defended in our culture, and how like you know um, I had family members that knew and blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. So we got like really deep into it, and I was like, all right, whatever, I don't care. My parents aren't gonna listen to this podcast, right? Turns out, turns out. So like, oh, so he released the podcast, and like it went like the whole message behind it was like Indian people, we gotta do better. Like share this with your Indian family, blah. So it went like viral. Like wow. Indian people, like whatever. And then it got into an article in the Indian newspaper, India Times, like the most popular. Like that's like the New York Times of India. Yeah. Okay. It got into the India Times. Jeez. And that's like the only newspaper. My- you are controversial in Yo, India. No, I I am very controversial. They're like, what? He does not want to beat our kids. Fuck this guy. You know, they're like really mad. That was yeah. the first time they were really upset with me. My dad beat me and I turned out just fine. Yeah, I'm fixing your computer right now. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So you wouldn't even be able to read the article. So my dad reads the Indian Times. Like, that's the only, he doesn't read the, you know, oh, New York shit. Times. So my dad sees the article. My whole family sees this article. It's like a big thing amongst my family. This was like seven, eight years ago. So I was like, 
it was, you know, I felt bad when it happened. It was your first credit. This is my first credit <laughs> in the India community. Yeah. yeah. This is me. This is the Comedy Central India. So, um, you know, you know, I put it on my website. Yeah, I talked about my dad being. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, uh, it, it, he saw it and everything. I felt bad. And it, it went away because, you know, time and everything. Yeah. Like, no one remembers. My family's not still talking about that uh-huh. one article in the India Times right. from seven years ago or six years ago or whatever right. long. And then my mom digs it up. For the divorce. Pretty smart. Pretty yeah. smart because, you know, you need evidence and shit. And I just, when I did the podcast, I never thought at any point it would be used as sure. evidence. No. And I hope this is. Remember, these are all jokes my dad beat Yeah, we're you. making all this up. We're making all this up. It's all yeah. made up. Your uh, mom can't molested be used. me as well. Yes. <laughs> it felt good, though. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, some of this is true. But, <laughs> no. But, yeah, I mean, um, so I just never thought that they would use that podcast. Ever. I never thought, I thought like, I when I recorded it, I didn't think anybody was, I didn't know Akash had a following right. in India and shit. I, I didn't, didn't either. I so didn't, yeah. Me finding out about I didn't right know now. he was going to get press on this, you know? So it was weird. When I did it, I was just like, all right, yeah, maybe a thousand people listen to it. Right. You know? And you know what's crazy is I have so many, like, after that happened, I had a ton of Indian fans that were like, my parents beat me too. Yeah. And I was like. I mean, yeah, join the fucking, we're Asian. Like, we all, they all beat the shit out of all of us. And I had people come to shows and, like, try to share their story. Try to, I don't want to talk to them. But they try to share, <laughs> <laughs> share their stories. But people were like, let me buy you a drink. And then they buy me a drink. And be like, you know, when I was 13, oh, fuck. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, now you're an Indian wanna, therapist. Yeah, now I'm yeah. an Indian therapist, man. And, like, people would, like, you know, be like, how did you get through? Oh, fuck, dude. I don't, uh. You know, and uh, so that sucked for a while. <laughs> but, you know, um, it was popular and people listened to it. I guess it got like 100,000 downloads or whatever. I just thought. Well, nothing you can do about that now. Nothing I can do about that. I'm not. I'm yeah. not, And I don't. And I don't feel that bad about it because, like, I didn't lie. You no. know, I didn't make yeah. shit up. And, you know, I was just being. I was just talking yeah, to him about. you were your truth. I was just talking to him about my Hey, background. you don't like it, Dad? You shouldn't have beat me you up when I was a kid. You shouldn't have beat the shit out of us. Yeah, yeah, straight up, man. So, you know, that's how I feel. And I do feel bad that it's used as evidence. I, do, I didn't want to get involved. wasn't your intention, yeah. wasn't my intention. I Karma. didn't want to get involved. I Karma's guess a it, bitch. Karma's a bitch. It really is. It really is a bitch, man. But, you know, he's got his liquor store, and hopefully he'll be all right. I think he'll be fine. I yeah. think they'll both be fine. Um, And it's a long time coming, really. It really so, is. So, uh, now that they are separated... Yeah. And going to be divorced soon. Mm-hmm. Are you still going to visit both of them? Yeah. Are they still going to be in They're the gonna same city? They're going to be in the same city, yeah. probably. You All know? Right. They both work in the same city. Got it. So it won't be too cr- It's not like, you know, when you go back home, you're just going to It is weird because they're in their 60s. Like, who gets divorced in their 60s? Just write it out. You it know? Suck to be, it sucks to be single now. Yeah. I'm 30. Yeah. Imagine being single when you're 60. Yeah, but, like, just write it out. You know, you're 64. I mean, I'm sure if they could write it out, they would have. I guess they were close. Yeah. They were close to writing it out. They wrote it. It sounds like they wrote it out a long time. They did. And they, they just really clearly did. hate it. the way the divorce is going. They clearly oh, they hate they hate hated each, other. each other. But like, hate is very is one step closer to love. Yeah. Or whatever the saying is. I don't know. One step close. I don't think that's any. Very close to love. Ever said that? Right? Don't they say hate is very close to love? No one's ever said this. Never heard this. No, you make shit up. I think like if you hate someone, you're making like, shit up. You, you really deep down you love you, them. You read this on Breitbart. What is this? <laughs> Trump told me this. Trump told you this. Uh, no, I think they probably have a deep, deep love for each other, and that's yeah. why this divorce is going is so so painful, painful, and, and has so much hate behind it because truly, 
they care about one another and they've been together for so long. Maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, Can you it's imagine messy. that kind of makeup sex? Dude, no, I don't. I can't, kind of I can't imagine that. Just close your eyes and imagine listen, your parents having makeup listen, sex. No, right I now. can't. And let me tell you why. I don't think they have had. I don't think that they they have sex. Like I You're think that right. yeah. the reason that I exist is because it was like we got we got to make a doctor. You know, like they, <laughs> they got together and they were like, they made my daughter like, oh, fuck, not a, we want a boy doctor. Then they made me and they're like, okay, he would be a doctor. We're done. And then you're coming and they go, damn it. Damn it. We should have kept, fuck, I can, damn it. Divorce. <laughs> you know, she didn't make me a doctor. So it, it, I don't think they had, like, they never showed affection to each other. I never saw them hug. Never saw them kiss. Never say I love you. And that probably affects never, you. Uh, in it, your relationships. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why I was such a mean, jabby woman. Maybe that's why. Maybe why that's why. Oh, man. This podcast is causing uh, evidence in court, a yes. breakup between you and your girlfriend. Oh, my God. Dude, I mean, dude, what she said that I'm the piano was a crutch. Uh, her, I'm, I've been practicing two to three hours of piano a day. She called it a crutch? Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell that to yeah. Neil Diamond? Neil Diamond. Tell him Tell that. Tell Dimitri Martin. Tell yeah. to Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Tell to Stephen Lynch. Tell to all these people. Mm-hmm. To go Jeff Dunham. Fuck it. <laughs> a bad example. But you know what I mean. Hey, Jeff Dunham, you tell know, it's easy to make fun of him because he's a, yeah, tell to all John. It's easy to make fun of Jeff Dunham because he has puppets, but the guy clearly is talented. Oh, he's talented. And, and has he's an a- extremely large fan base. And if you said, hey, your puppets are a crutch, he'll be like, ha, 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 tell that to my $100 million. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So it's my ten million dollar Netflix deal. Yeah. Uh, that will I will forever. Yeah. Have. Be like, yeah. sure, okay. If it is a crutch, I'm gonna keep using it. Yeah, I know. Sure. If I had a crutch that made me a hundred million dollars, I'd yeah. use that every. Game. Yeah. Sign me up. Fucking carrot top. Pass me the crutches. Okay. Pass me the crutches, dog. <laughs> like, pass me break those my golden, legs. those golden arch crutches. Break my legs and pass me some crutches for real. I'm wow. sorry you're going through that divorce, man. I've it's uh, right. I'm not my going parents are still together. I used to want them to get divorced when I was a kid mm-hmm. because I just didn't, I hated my mom and they would fight all the time. Yeah, but they never did, and I guess I'm happy now that they didn't. If they it seems like they're getting along. Yeah, that's cool. But I mean, I thought they were getting along too. I was yeah, fine. maybe they're not. Maybe my parents will too. But yeah, it's we. It's just weird. It's not. Um, I'm not like sad or upset. It's just, it's just strange. You, you know, know what else is weird to think about? Like. When you hear about someone going through a divorce, you go, oh, man, that's so horrible that that's happening to them and to their kids. And mm-hmm. just, you know, a lot of people are involved kind of, even if you're not involved, you're mm-hmm. kind of involved. But 50% of marriages end that way. You know, and that's why it's I pretty used to wild. Sh- And I used to shit on Americans for that. It's like, ha ha, look, you idiots. Y'all can't even fuck one person for the rest of your life. That's half. It's I, like It's more than half now. Yeah, more than half. More than it's half. crazy to think, like, this is an extreme thing we're talking about. And that's most people listening to most this are people. like, yep, my parents were divorced. Right. Yep, I went through a but divorce. But I used to be like, ha, 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 white people, you're dumb. And now I'm like, oh, fuck, now my parents are fucking dumb. It God makes sense to me it. when you think about it. Because most... in India, it's probably like 20% or 10%. Right. It's but it's because like, their culture frowns upon yeah, it so like, hard. Yeah, you could just fucking cheat and when do whatever. When you think about and it. And then it's like, oh, he's not that bad. Right. You know? Or he is bad, but I'm just going to suck it I'm up from stick, my family. They, they write it out. Yeah. They write it out. Yeah, it's like most breakups end it. In a breakup, most relationships end mm-hmm. in a breakup. Right. So you got to think a marriage is just an intense relationship. relationship. Yeah. That's it's like a also very, likely it's a relationship end. with like the law involved. Think about how bored you get of a girl after a year. How long are you and your girlfriend are dating? Five years. Yeah, you must be like having sex once every three months. It's like <laughs> three years or so. Once every three years. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I feel like I should cut all the stuff about your girlfriend yeah, out of this podcast. Yeah, it's fine. She's going to hate it, but it's fine. You know what? We're just she, joking. She called, I'm sure she's very nice. I don't she's, like her because she's, she's Jewish. Great. But I love her. She's awesome. Uh, I am still mad about her calling my panel playing a crutch. That's all this is. But that's all. That's all only resentment. And I brought it up to her. A few, and then you know what she said to me? When I brought it up to her, she Suck goes, it up, pussy. Straight up. She goes, yeah, but you agree with me, right? Well, I, I don't agree. Are you serious? I'm so angry right now. This is, this is, this is the real therapy I right mean, now. yeah. If it, it, hey, there's a, there's I, a it would have been better if she goes, hey, when you play piano with your comedy, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like a, a bitch move. Like, yeah. then you'd be I like, would be like, okay, uh, you I know, didn't want my girlfriend saying well, that. Well, let me say this. But a crutch? That's almost worse this. than that. Let me say this on the record. One of my favorite comedians of all time saw a clip of me doing the piano thing. And he was like, and, and I don't know if this is an insult or a compliment. Oh, you got a name drop here. Who, which na- comedian? It's funny because this, uh, this name drop is uh, the most the guy who name drops the most. I wasn't going to, but it was Neil Brennan. Oh, Neil Brennan's and, uh, talented. Yeah. He's very talented. Very, one of my favorite writer. comedians, yeah. great writers. And he saw a clip of me doing the piano stuff. And he goes, "Hey man, just so you know, that's funnier than all your other stuff. Keep doing that." And I don't know that there could be an insult. He could be like, "Your stand-up sucks," but uh, I think see a lot of comedians shit on musical comedy and puppet yeah. comedy and Larry the Cable Guy and Carrot right. Top. But I think if you're really open-minded and watch mm-hmm. these people, you go, "Oh, clearly they're funny. And they have tons of great jokes. Their fans love it." So yeah. to just to just kind of put all that into one category of right. shitty comedy is very close minded. I agree, yeah. and I went to the I went to the realm of like Dimitri Martin, Zach Galifianakis, because that's what mm. I really like. I love Dimitri Martin. I love Zach Galifianakis. Exactly, yeah. and so I took elements of that, you know, and like a little bit of Bo Burnham and a little, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, I don't sing or anything. I just like play piano. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I can learn. You know. I when I was in Vegas doing shows, I was like, I'm gonna go see Carrot Top. Mm-hmm. And I went and watched him. We'll wrap it up. No, no, it's cool. Um, I went and watched him as a, you know, kind of a joke because we just always see Carrot Top. And Kira I've Top. never seen him. I was just like, I need to see what this is about. He's been here for years. It's got to be a great show. Yeah. And it was. It was an, an amazing incredible. show. He, fought- he had so many jokes per minute. Yeah. I'm like, even if you thought half of his jokes sucked, that's You're more jokes than most specials. Yeah, yeah. He had so many yeah. jokes. It was, it was he, a great show. Uh, he photobombed the photo I was in once. <laughs> Where at? In San Francisco, I was just t- someone was taking photos of me on the street for like promo or something, and he just f- jumped in. And you didn't even notice. I didn't even you didn't uh, notice until you see the photo. The, later. Exact. They oh, were like, some dude is photobombed. I was like, oh, whatever. And then we looked at it, and they're like, oh, she does carrot top. That's just like, insane. Yeah, it was wild, dude. That's cool. Uh, but I'm a fan. I I fuck with, and I do. I feel the same way. If you look at like people as individuals and not just like generalize, like oh, musical comedy sucks or oh, it's mm-hmm. a crutch. You go, oh shit, that guy's really fucking like Dimitri Martin is like one of the most talented people on the fucking planet, dude. Sure. He's so yeah. talented. You can such draw, a great joke can, writer. Yeah. Uh, he's such a great joke writer. He can play piano. He plays like these bells, like harmonica. Like, mm-hmm. gee, like you're just using your talent, you know? And and at the end of the day, all we're trying to do is entertain. And as long as it entertains, I don't feel like it's a yeah. crutch or anything. And I started, so I started playing the piano on stage because I made a rule because I could play piano a little bit. I was like, if there's a piano on stage, I will play it. That's my rule. So every time you go to the improv? Anytime I'm on the main room at the improv, which is like once every seven years, I will. <laughs> they do not fuck with me there. Oh, really? And uh, Oh, absolutely not. Not in the main room. They'll fuck with me. Uh, on for the, some reason, uh, I thought they did. 
Uh, yeah, everyone thinks that everybody fucks with me. No one fucks yeah. with me, dude. I get no stage time in LA. That's why I travel so much. And that's why I do 30 shows, but they're all at coffee shops and shit, <laughs> you know, and at the West Side or whatever. Uh, but yeah, you know, I would do like the comic strip in New York, or I'd do like uh, other rooms that would have piano. Even some independent rooms would have pianos on their stage. And yes, I would do the improv seldom but i yeah. did it you know and they fuck they fuck with me enough thank you for the, the spot <laughs> thank you for the spot every six months it's very kind to of you oh yeah, yeah. You know, that's about how much yeah, they fuck yeah. with me yeah, i mean I they fuck they fuck times. with me heavy in the lab i'm in the lab all the fucking yeah, yeah. time you know but like i'll be in the main room like maybe once a month you know or yeah, yeah. whatever which is fine i just i get it i'm not fucking crystalia yeah i'm not i'm not crystalia a few months ago i'm just letting you everybody know i'm not crystalia so uh i'm closer to crystalia but also not i'm not not Chris Elias, so I get I'm not I'm not Aziz Ansari, so I get why you don't put me in the main room. Yeah, I get it. So uh, anyway, so I play piano. Pretty close to Aziz Ansari. Uh, but, uh, not you're really. basically Aziz. Not <laughs> that voice, what you're doing right now, is Aziz Ansari. No. <laughs> oh, so uh, I would play piano, and I would play piano in, on the stage, and it got to a point where I couldn't do it in the beginning. I couldn't do it in the middle. I would have to close with it because people loved it so much. And Makes it, sense. it was hard to follow. So, because yeah. I would just be like, oh, I mean, I sometimes I go up there and be like, I want to play a little piano. And I just fucking go into it. Then I get up and be like, anyways, I'm my girlfriend. And they're like, play the piano, bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or they just yeah. be like, I'd just be bummed. It's hard to follow. Dude, every time I follow a musical act, I'm like, oh, I have to follow music, even if they're bad. Even but they're that's bad. what I was going to say. Uh, watching bad musical comedy mm-hmm. is excruciating. I mean, oh, watching bad comedy is excruciating. Watching bad musical comedy is like another level of like, this fucking cornball right. up here doing bad. No, it's bad. But that's why I tried to make it, like, that's why I went the, I didn't even know you did that. I've never seen you do that. I'll send you the clip. Yeah. I'll send you the clip. I like a 10-minute clip of me doing it at the con. So I did it at the comic strip. I did an hour there. Mm-hmm. And I um I cut it into a half-hour special I put online. And the last, yeah, like... you did that either. The last, like, seven minutes. Yeah, no one, no one cares about anything I do. Uh, the last, like, <laughs> I just didn't know. Yeah, the last, like... I, I don't care. That's true, but I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, no, no, but now kidding. you know, right. and you still don't care. But uh, the last, like, seven, eight minutes is just me doing the piano stuff. And um, it feels like a show. It feels like you, like, gave them a show. It feels like – and that's why I always respect people that did that kind of shit because it's like – at the end of the day, it's entertainment. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's like, are they entertained? It's a room full of people entertained. I'll check it out. I think your clips that you post on the internet are great. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I'll send you um, a link. Okay, I'm going to play a couple uh, people who are calling who want our advice. Oh, okay, word. Mm-hmm. So this is from – um, Melissa, let's see if it works. All right, here. see what's up. My name is Melissa Foreman. I'm the mother of two, a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Boo! And I chose to stay at home and to raise them. But I have been dealing with having a hard time making friends that are okay with me being a stay-at-home mom. And because I haven't been able to relate to anybody over that, it's made being a mom really lonely. I I just feel isolated from the rest of society and. I sometimes just feel like I'm suffocating under this blanket of loneliness, um, especially since my children are so young. And I would really appreciate any advice that you have to give on that. Uh, you got to be friends with uh, other parents. That's it. I don't know why it's so difficult for you to figure out. There's yeah. got to be a Facebook group I mean, for you guys. To be honest with you, it's like, yeah, when I have friends that have kids or my friends that, yeah, that didn't have kids, but then then have kids after we're friends, I see them way less. And I don't want to see them as much because when I go over to their house, I have to play with their kids. Yo, there's got to be like a Facebook group or something for that, right? Like single yeah, moms. Look at just sure. Google single moms Facebook group. I guarantee you, you can find whoever in your city 
who's a single mom who's trying to be friends with you. Yeah. And your kids. Maybe you'll have the same age kid. You or put your out. kids up for adoption. Put your kids up and for then adoption. And you can be friends with people again. You, you got to weigh yeah. your priorities. Yo, I would hang out with people. That's, that's noble, you know? Putting your kids up for adoption. Yeah. That's noble. You know, giving them a better life, you know, than being a single mom. You got to yeah. think, when you have kids, yeah, your social life is going to suffer a little bit. Yeah, get you them have in, a kid. Get them into a two-parent household. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, get like, a husband. That's your a, friend. Get a husband. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, plenty of guys like fucking milfs. Yes. I mean, it's like one of the top searched categories. Yeah, honestly, I'm a little disappointed by the call. I mean, this seems obvious. All this that stuff seems, seems obvious. obvious. It basically, you're not accepting the fact that your life has changed, yeah. that you have kids. Yeah, your life's different now. It's not going to be as social. You're not going to mm-hmm. go out for drinks as much. You can't go out and party. Yep. I got a puppy, much. man, and I, I don't go out Yeah, still, much. yeah, and that I, changes. It's a, great, it's a great excuse, too. Use your kids as an excuse, man, you know? Oh, I got to get back to babysitter. I only told her. Until I know, whatever. Get the fuck home. Because that's yeah. what I do when I don't want to hang out with somebody. Oh, my dog's My dog's fine. My dog just sleeps. He didn't give a shit. Yeah. He, he didn't even care that I'm gone. But, I go, oh, I got to go home. I got to go yeah. home. Hey, happy birthday, dude. Good to see you. Yeah. And she has the opposite problem where she actually does have kids that <laughs> want to hang out home. with her. And she's like, yeah, man, but I just want to go out and party. Sorry. If yeah, you want to go out and party, you should have got knocked up. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have well, done I that go twice. That Get knocked up. That's cool. But uh, and, and kids are cool. But put them up. I, I agree with the adoption thing because it's like, yo. You're Sell them. S- Maybe make some money off of them. Sell them. Are they good? Are they house trained? Yeah, are they good kids? They could be worth a little extra. Sell your kids on. I know a guy in India. I mean, I'm not saying sell them to sex slavery. No, 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 is that not what that. You're no, 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 dude. It's like they love white kids. I'm saying sell them. They're like celebrities out there. Sell them to a no, no, loving no. parent. I'm yeah. not talking about that. I'm, hey, man, Jislane Maxwell got caught today. I'm not trying to get caught. Who's, wait, who's Jislane Maxwell? <laughs> you don't know Jislane Maxwell? No, what's that? You, you don't know who Jislane Maxwell is? You know who that is, Marco? She's the one that helped Epstein. Epstein. You get your steens fucked up, dude. She, uh. Jislane. Oh, she was the the one he was married to for a little bit? Or oh, whatever, his assistant or whatever the fuck. You know. She got caught today? Yeah, she's FBI custody. No, today. that happened today. Today, yeah, dog. That is awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, pretty I'm excited, excited to see what, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. she's going she's gonna to get killed. Wow. That's... She, she's going to commit suicide or whatever. But yeah, I imagine if, if you want to put your kids up for adoption, there's like an, a value there that yeah. you could maybe get some money for, some compensation. De- it probably depends on what race they are. And there's yeah, like a lot I said, I know people things. in India who will pay top dollar for white kids. Yeah, Not you, sex slaves, just, you know. Yeah, if you have white kids that are trained and they're yeah. fun to be around or polite. Yeah. And if not, spend a little time on them and then sell them. Right, right. There's schools yeah. for that. Okay, we'll play one more Let's call. One more. But this is from uh, Lucia. Yeah, send him a cotillion. <laughs> Hi, my name is Lucia. I'm calling because I would really appreciate if you can give me some advice on how to get more jobs because I'm struggling to speak the language and I just moved from my country and I don't really know what to do. Sounds like South so America somewhere. Any Mexico, advice would South be America. really welcome. It's the only Thank you. Wow. I What'd she ask? How she can help get help getting jobs. <laughs> I didn't even understand her. Understand what she so said. Racist. No, it's because yeah. she she's like said uh she moved to the country doesn't know language very well. She's trying to get a job. Um, this is uh, the only. It, I thought like they were saying Mexicans are stealing jobs. She can't steal a job. I mean, here's the go thing. Go steal a job. You get a gun <laughs> and go steal. Steal a job. Get a gun and steal get a, a job. Get a gun and fight, steal a job. Fight crime. Get a gun. Fight crime. Get a yeah. gun and rob people. Yo, That's I a bet job. nobody wants to be a cop right now. 
yeah. I bet nobody wants to be. You know what? That's opening up. Yeah. Why don't she? You know, and then everyone's like, "Oh, cops are racist." She can't even speak English. How is she? How she racist? I mean, listen. When you move to a new country and you and English isn't your first language, you don't know it very well. You gotta th- you gotta know things aren't gonna be easy. Hey. You're that not every job's gonna be available to you. So I you got gotta, advice. Yeah. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta there it is. Stone. Download a language Stone. learning app. Yeah, start that's... learning English better. And in the meantime, you're going to have to take a low-paying job right. where language doesn't matter. You're going to have to take a stereotypical South American job in America. You're going to have right. to clean houses, babysit, you know, do those things that can, you don't want to do. Can I say this, too? She has a sexy accent. There you go. Data uh, rich. Uh, data yeah, rich you guy. find that I don't know what you look like. Find a guy that has, a, you know, a girlfriend that doesn't appreciate him and makes mean comments. And... Yeah, that's yeah. They're out there. They exist. But uh, I, I gotta say that was a very sexy accent. Let's listen to it one more time. I, I do want to listen to. It. My name is Lucia. I'm calling because I would really yeah, appreciate. That's hot. You can give me some advice on how to get more oh, jobs. Oh, I'll give you some advice, girl. <laughs> because I'm struggling. I feel over. bad being mean to her. And I just Not being me. Tough love. And I don't really know what to do. So, so hot. Any it's... advice would be really uh, Here's welcome. You know what? I think what you, you need to do is I could give you some one-on-one advice. If you just wanna, you, you wanna know, meet up, yeah, meet up and talk either, about so it. You don't have to wear a mask. Yeah, we can maybe get some food and talk about it. And I'll pay for it since you're struggling to find a job. Except <laughs> like I am, I'm a gentleman. It's a nice guy. Um, no, there's definitely way. I mean, also, like I said, be a cop. No one wants to be a cop right now. Jobs are opening up. And then, dude, like, I was thinking about becoming a cop after you would. all this. You would. Yeah. You fucking would, dude. Dude, I love guns. Fucking. I love kicking ass. Alt right. Ari. I love guns. I love kicking ass. And hate masks. I hate masks. <laughs> that's part of it. I don't know if that, yeah, I don't know if that's part of being a cop. <laughs> I don't think so. It either. just sounds like it'd be a fun job. Wow. Minus the whole getting in trouble mm-hmm. and like having to watch your back mm-hmm. and being people unsafe. trying to kill you, people trying to kill you and calling yeah. you racist and mm-hmm. all that shit. Well, you are those things. Yeah, that is allegedly. True. Allegedly, <laughs> all these things, everything we say here is fake. Final question. Yes, it's Final all question. fake, and I'm gonna edit it all out too. This podcast is gonna end up being 15 minutes long. Great. Uh, you're a pretty established comedian. You've done. Late night sets. You've produced your own show. Do you still produce that show at the West Side? I do. Or not, not yeah, right now. Not but, right now. But, but yeah. yeah, during normal times. Seven years. Seven years. You've done a lot of things that uh, a lot of comedians want to do. What opportunity in LA in the entertainment industry have you blown? Have I blown? Yeah. Oh, man. I've blown so many auditions. Uh, you want me to tell you one specific one? Like the one. That you still to this day kind of think about, like, man, I fucked that up. Well, I don't. Well, the thing is, like, I not fu- even saying you still regret it because mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason. And yeah, you're on yeah, a good yeah, path. Yeah. Right, right, right. But like one where you're like in up, that moment you regret it. I fucked up an audition for a show, and it, I don't regret it that much because the show got canceled, and it's because they didn't hire me. Okay. And what show? Was so it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, it was a show on Netflix uh, about you know Gad Elmaleh the yes. the French comedian. Yes. It was his show about him like coming to America. It was called like Gad. I fuck. I forgot what it was called. It, but yeah. Anyways, Gad's show. I had one season. And they got canceled because it sucked. Cause and they you didn't were hire you me. were trying to be a writer on that show. I was trying to be no no. I was auditioning to be his um 
uh, on the show, an actor Got on the it. show. Okay. And I was like his like like the the number two on the uh-huh. show, and it was like he was like the the comedian who moved here, and I was the guy who showed him around America, and I was Got like, his and did you watch the show that they ended up making? Yeah, no, I didn't. I watched one episode, and I was like, this isn't funny, and I just stopped watching it. But uh, I uh, and it got canceled because they didn't hire me. That's if, if I could name one reason. So it's that the audition process was like um, there was a scene in the audition or there's a scene in the uh, script where I'm his assistant, right? So he pull he gets to the airport, I pick him up, and he's like, "My car's dirty," and he's like, "What the fuck? Like this fucking guy is my guy that you show me around? Is this Camry and whatever?" So his the whole his, his whole like vibe of comedy is like America. What? What? Yeah. What the fuck? Just pointing out all the dumb yeah. things in America. Yeah, basically. that's his whole. What the passport has to be like this? <laughs> like that's his whole. That's his whole comedy. So yeah. the whole show was that. The whole show was like, your car is like drive like this, <laughs> you know. And so, so he gets in the car. It's a good impression. That was pretty. That wasn't bad. Yeah. So he gets in the car and he's like, what? And so he's like, I don't believe you. And so he's like, I don't believe you are my assistant. Show me your resume. And so in the script, I go, uh, yeah, let me get you my resume. And so like in the script, it's like, hands, gad, crumpled up papers, right? Yeah. And I'm supposed to be driving as well. Yeah. So I'm driving, and I'm like miming this in the audition. So I go to the first audition, right? And I do this character, and it's, I do a bunch of improv, and I get through. And I'm like, oh, cool, I got a callback. So I go to a callback, and I do, and they're like, hey, just do what you did in the original audition. I go, okay, great. Yeah. So I did a bunch of improv, and I got through. And then they were like, oh, dude, you're up for, like, you're, like, in the top five. Like, yeah. It's between you and, like, three other people, four other people. It's, like, down to, like, the last few yeah. people. So I go into this room, and it's everybody. It's the biggest audition room I've ever been in. Right. There was... Uh, All I, the directors, everyone's yeah, there. I've been in rooms, like, I was up for a movie. I was up for a Universal movie, and I got a director session, and it was just the director and, like, two people. Uh-huh. And I was like, I thought that's what This it was, was like, everyone there. This was everyone. Yeah. 13 motherfuckers. 14. Yeah. There was, like, showrunner. So you're nervous. Writers, you're like, oh, uh, shit. Casting director, director. Then a bunch of assistants were in the room, too. Like, the assistants wanted to see it mm-hmm. and shit. So I'm not... It's not that I'm nervous. It's just like, okay, this is a lot of people. So um, I go in, and, uh, like, the night before, I'm, I'm rehearsing with my girlfriend. God. Really shitting on her. <laughs> I'm really fucking. Her. I'm rehearsing with her, and so there's a scene where I, I'm supposed to hand Gad crumpled up paper as my resume. Yeah. So I thought it'd be really funny. Like we were just fucking around when I was auditioning with, with her, because I did a bunch of improv to get here. So I was like, maybe if I do some more improv. So I decided to do some physical improv where I took the script and just threw it, and the papers would fly everywhere. So it's like the joke is like, I'm like, oh here you go, and I throw it at him. Like papers fly everywhere in the car. It's like slapstick, you know. Yeah. It's like. Really silly, really funny. And every time I did it, it, when I was rehearsing with my girlfriend, we would just start dying laughing. We thought it was so funny. Yeah. I thought that was the funniest shit ever. Oh, God. <laughs> you already know what's going on. So I go to the room. I'm like, I right, I got it down. Here we go. I got it down. It's going to be great. So I fucking do it, and I throw it, and it just flies all over these people. And they're just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> they're just angry. They're yeah. Like they did not think it was funny. They didn't funny. think it was funny. And one person kind of like... <laughs> One person kind of laughed, yeah. and like a couple people were like, huh? what? And like the papers were flying down in the room. And then you just continue on the scene, and in I your could... head, you're like, fuck. I'm, but exactly. That did not work. Did not but go I gotta well. keep I got to keep it. going. So yeah. I kept going with the scene. We finished it. And then somebody, like an assistant, collected all my papers. Like, can we do that again without the, the you know, without you throwing the. And I was like, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. just, and they were like, hey, and just no improv. Just no. And I, I hadn't practiced it. With no improv. Right, because the other two, they're like, 
Hey, we keep love your do- improv. We love keep your doing improv. It. Keep doing it. So now I just, I, now I'm just fucking up. Yeah. Now I'm just fucking up the script because I don't know the script. Yeah. Because I wrote. I've been improving. I've been improving. You thought that's what they want. That's what that's what you told me you wanted. They said, "Oh, we don't want any improv, you know, showrunner." Because so what happened? I didn't realize this is like the head writer and showrunner were there, and they thought the script was so brilliant. Of course, it's their script. It's their script. Yeah. What do you mean? Why would you have them improv? Why would you add lines? I wrote it this way. I wrote it so funny. Why would he? You think this is funnier? Mm -hmm. Throwing papers is funnier. You know. So (laughs) they got they called my agent and they were like, "Don't." bring him in ever we're not working with this guy they were like angry they were upset my agent was mad and i was like yo i got all the way here because i was improv and i thought they wanted the improv i thought they saw the tapes and probably didn't see the tapes they probably just trusted well learn a learning lesson lesson. next time have improv prepared as well as have the scene down yeah well what i learned in that in that thing is like just ask hey is it okay if i improv is all right because like they might say yeah. I, I have since then every audition I got into I, I I have improv and regular prepared right and I go hey is it all right if I improv ninety percent of the time they're like yeah of course yeah. and then ten percent of the time they go no but thank you for asking yeah because they're like I don't want you to just do some wild shit and I go oh, fuck we gotta do it again yeah yeah you know what I mean so they every time they want they say no they go no but thank you so much right for asking. that's really hey nice. it's better to ask questions than to just than just do shit they don't follow want. your and gut. they and they always every time I go to an audition they always do you have any questions about script we could you know before I do it anyway. So it's I just went in like, nah, bitch, I'm going to throw these papers. You know, like, I was like, I thought, like, you know, you hear these stories of like, dude. That's a, that's a great story, by the way. Thank you, thank um, you. Um, you know, you hear these stories about like, actors that like, go in and just do something bold and crazy. Oh they yeah, you're like TJ Miller dressed yeah. up, got in a cage with a real bear. Yes, yeah, see, that's what I thought was going to happen. I thought what was going to happen is like, that guy was brilliant, the papers was hilarious, but whatever, yeah. and they fucking hated it. Yeah. They hated it. Every because I pissed off like one guy, like apparently, like the casting, like other people in the room told my agent, they were like, Oh no, we really liked him, but this one dude hates his guts, hates his guts, and will not work with him. So, like, they were like, Hey, listen, I thought it was hilarious, and some people also thought it was really funny and really like the improv was great. We told him to do the improv, but this one guy who runs the shit, yeah, is like. Fuck this guy. <laughs> so, hey, so, I'm surprised they gave you such uh, honest feedback. I because th- most of the time you do an audition and they might have all hated you or whatever. Or they whatever. Just go, no thanks. They go, they go. He was great, but yeah, no, we picked yeah. someone else. But he was no, great. they gave. And you're me... like, well, can you? What did I, was everything okay? Like, yeah. Oh no, we just going with another. But guy. they were like, oh no, yeah, one guy hated you. Yeah, they were like this one guy. <laughs> they told me who. Yeah, they yeah. told me who it was. Fuck, I hate this guy now. Fuck, I hate that guy. And your show sucked. Got canceled. Uh, I thought the show was very good. Did if you, you watch and it? And if you're making uh, anything else, no, I'd love to be a part of it. fuck all your shows. I did shows. not see it. No, I didn't fuck see it. Fuck all your shows. You didn't no, see it. You I didn't haven't see seen it, any but of them. It, it was good. From what it I heard, it, it was uh, Besides Neil, I heard canceled. it. It had a lot of Can- promise. Your shit got canceled. Uh, big fan of Maybe the work. Maybe put funny people who throw papers in it next I thought time. you picked a really good fan. I, I was good you didn't pick Neil, in my opinion. No. I, I wouldn't have that picked Neil That guy sucked. Yeah, Neil was Do you know who he is? Neither do. Nobody does. Not good choices you made and, Horrible. and definitely would guy. look forward to the next season of nope, whatever show you're making. Guy. I'm getting I'm getting canceled for this one. Um, <laughs> uh, I do this leaderboard of people's problems and where they okay. rank. I, by the way, my car thing has expired. But okay, I'll, I'm, I'm okay. We'll do a um, leaderboard. I'll, you, if I get a this, ticket, I'll this charge is the last you. one. Uh, and you are second in my opinion. Uh, Trey is still number one for me. His girlfriend wanted to have sex with him with a strap on. That's uh, worse than my parents. That's man. but your parents getting divorced. Number two. Um, number two. And wow. You, yeah. That's number that? two. I thought the four. It's worse than the strap. I mean, that's he can mm, say no to it's that. It's not just about. Like, I can't the say level. no to my It's not pa- just about 
level of stress and right. the severity of the problem. It's also about entertainment. Okay, yeah. And that's, that's the fair. problem of Trey getting... Trey who? Trey Stewart. I don't know Trey, but I, that's funny. Um, You're right. And I, his, I, I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I want to know right, who it was. Right, right, right. So he, his is still number one. But your number two. Number three oh, is thanks, Mike man. Falzone. He talks to his dad every day. That's a problem. In my opinion, that's too much. That's, that's too unhealthy. Much. That's too, That's a problem. Uh, Rosebud Baker doesn't talk to her, her dad. They're in a big fight. Okay. Uh, I did that for two years. problem. Brooke Banner, the porn star, wants wanted more money. Okay, I mean that's that's, and that's Rye, very low on the list. Rye Dune doesn't like comedy anymore. Doesn't want to do comedy anymore. Then quit. It's not even a problem. That's good. Uh, that's actually I yeah. want you, more of you, right? <laughs> Get more. Encourage people. So, in my opinion, your parents getting divorced pretty severe, pretty relatable. Number two. Do you agree? I think number two. Yeah, yeah number, number two. two. Okay. Okay. Amen. Amen, dude. Thanks for doing the podcast. For really me. appreciate it. Fun. Yeah, it was a fun time. Uh, God bless America. God bless India. And we'll see you guys next week. God's God. bless India. God bless India. Three gods. All gods. Yeah. You're listening to, You're listening to unlicensed. 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 Unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.